0: Hey, what's happening, good people? Welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your favorite indie author extraordinaire, LaDosha Wright, coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio, where the weather is so rainy during the month of October, but that's okay. Because y'all know what my daddy say about that rain, right? A cloudy day is no match for a sunny disposition. So whether it's raining or cloudy or whatever, it's all in your attitude, all right? So this podcast is going to be the bomb.com because guess what, guys? We're going to be talking about hair conditioners, you know? how to get the most out of them. You know, conditioners is just one of those products where people just buy so many different brands, so many different kinds, and you know what? They're really happy with their hair. Well, by the time you finish listening to this podcast, you're going to be like in good condition, if you know what I mean. But before we get into the topic, y'all know, I gotta rock my three current events. So first, I must say, like mostly everybody around the world, a little peace in the Middle East. This is a very, very difficult time for a lot of people around the world. And with so many wars, it's just all kinds of stuff going on. I mean, the last thing we need is another war. So on both parties, on both sides, We gotta come together in the name of peace. So I'm wishing for a whole lot of peace in the Middle East and wherever else people are warring. Come on, y'all! It's just time to, you know what? We just need to go ahead on and get on this love train. You know, maybe after you listen to this podcast, you can scroll over and listen to some confunction love train. All right. So that's my number one current event. It's just wishing some peace. Uh, in the world of wars or you know i'm saying anywho on over to number two hey uh you know what happened on this day october the 20th in the world two things number one mac makeup was launched on this day About 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. You're like, really? MAC is not very old. I still like MAC's factor. But if you knew, you might just want to go ahead and wish happy birthday to MAC makeup. I Googled that. I said, I wonder what's happened. You know, what happened on this day 30 years ago? I don't know why I said 30. But anywho, so that happened. Number two, Tetris. I'm still addicted to Tetris. True story. I used to date this guy, right? And whenever I wanted to ignore him, I would just get in my phone and like play Tetris the whole time he was talking. I also did it during my meetings. I mean, that was at the beginning of like cell phones where you could like upload these little games, you know, before apps. Anywho, this day, October the 20th, 30 years ago. Tetris made its way onto the screens of video games and cell phones and all other cool stuff. So there you have. it. Well, not cell phones, but check it. What I'm saying. So Tetris was rocking it out about 30 years ago. So if you like Tetris, hey, happy birthday Tetris! I'm a Tetris fan. As a matter of fact, when I get finished, I'm gonna play some Tetris. All right, all right. Another um, interesting. It gets on my damn nerves. Why you like you cussing? I know, I know, y'all know how Scorpios are. My birthday is coming up. Anywho, um, my third current event goes into um, FDA banning hair straighteners. Now, I am going to do a whole other podcast on that. But I just want to say this right quick, and then I'm just going to go right into the topic about hair conditioners. Number one, the FDA been banned those formaldehyde hair straighteners those japanese hair straighteners those brazilian blowouts those keratin blowouts those things have been banned But a lot of cosmetologists and hair salons, they continue to use them anyway because the companies, they were just lying, saying, oh, we don't use formaldehyde, we use something else. And, you know, when you put heat to it, it turned into formaldehyde. There was so much controversy about that. But anywho, hair straighteners and hair relaxers are two different things. And I know what you guys are going to say. Well, don't those cause relaxers? No could you guys please read the study and if you don't want to read the entire study whether it's from the um, uh, you know the FDA or the website from the sister study just scroll to the bottom because it's it's the same study let me just say that Um, scroll to the bottom and you will see you will read that it says there is no conclusive evidence that they can show how relaxers cause cancer now formaldehyde they've already done the testing in rats there's so much research I mean oh my gosh you can go on for days about formaldehyde causing cancer but the cancer causing ingredients that they say are in relaxers I'll wait anywho that's what's happening in current event, um, current events rather, uh, here in America and around the world. We want a little peace in the Middle East. Max Mac Makeup—I was ready to say Max Factor. <laughs> I'm hating. Okay, Mac Cosmetics uh, was born 30 years ago today, and so was Tetris. And then FDA is banning hair straighteners, which are very different from relaxers but y'all know folks don't get on the bandwagon but here's a wagon you can get on and stay on um it's about hair conditioners so as you all know the name of this podcast is what what they y'all know who they are so what they don't tell you at the hair salon um, about relaxers i will so get your ink pens ready and uh, i think you guys are gonna love the tips that i'm about to share with you but i also must point out i know you can hear me but if you want to see me you can hop over to my youtube channel at Ladosha right and i have a plethora of videos about this very topic called what a let's talk conditioner so let's hop right into it so here are some rules of engagement Um, about getting the most out of your conditioner so first and foremost your hair must be squeaky clean if you are one of those people who likes to put a lot of products in your hair um, or you wait a long time to shampoo it like three weeks and beyond um, you're going to have to make sure that your hair is squeaky clean, which translates into, you're probably going to have to repeat and lather at least four times. Now, if you're using braiding waxes and you're putting a lot of coconut oil, you know, all this stuff onto your hair, you're going to probably have to, you know, um, be patient because it'll take a few times. Uh, you know to get that off your hair so maybe your first you know four times it won't come off maybe the second time you shampoo your hair it'll come off but grease is very very difficult waxes resins those are very difficult to come off of the hair because shampoos are formulated to remove sebum oil and hairspray you know mousse things of that nature Food, you know, putting a uh, coconut oil, olive oil, you know, uh, almond or all those heavy oils. Shampoos are not really formulated to get that off of your hair. So I know what you're thinking. Can I just grab some Dawn dishwashing liquid? Uh, I probably wouldn't recommend that. I doubt you'll go bald, but it's really not formulated for hair. So again. The best thing to do is to not use so much of those products. But if you do, um, just be patient and give yourself a couple of, you know, uh, cleansing um how do I want to say this Uh, cleansing routines for that to come off it may not come off the first time so but in the meantime just don't use so much so number one please make sure your hair is squeaky clean okay Uh, number two no flakes on the scalp if you want to get the best out of your conditioner you must make sure that your scalp is clean there's so much emphasis on shampooing hair that the scalp gets completely overlooked so i'm telling you what they y'all know who they are okay y'all rocking with me all right um they never talk about the scalp if the scalp um is not an environment for the hair to flourish then you know what the hair just won't respond the body is very sophisticated um it knows what it needs so if you don't take care of your scalp then your hair your your body would just kick out the hair because the, the human body, it has the element of discernment. It knows what's more important, protecting your skull or having hair. Your body's gonna protect the skull. So the scalp will stay, but the hair will go. So please make sure that your scalp is flake free. Don't scrub too hard, just take your time and a a nice firm scrub with the shampoo onto the scalp and eventually it will come off. Now, if you have a scalp condition like eczema, psoriasis, dandruff, make sure you use that shampoo first because those shampoos have certain types of medicines that are to help combat the actual flakes or the production of the oil, or whatever actually makes the skin turn over. So don't play doctor and don't not use your medication. If you are prescribed a certain type of a cleanser or an ointment or cream for your scalp condition and you don't like it, let your doctor know. Do not go home and start cooking stuff up in the microwave and in the kitchen and putting that stuff on your scalp. Why? Because what they don't tell you at the hair salon is that your scalp has its own bio so you don't want to go putting stuff on there and then your scalp is trying to do some with its own little microorganism you know what i'm saying so don't do that and i know a lot of times we don't like the medications and things like that that are prescribed to us but if you have a nice relationship with your doctor you know just go ahead and let them know you know what this isn't working out for me and perhaps you can you know get an alternative but by all means do not you know, create, make, use, and put food-grade products um, on your scalp to help alleviate um, any scalp conditions, all right? Because remember, you're trying to get the most out of your conditioner at this point, and it won't happen when your scalp is full of fibrin or is half clean, because that's going to impede how your hairstyle flows, how your locks will lay down, you know, how your cornrow braids will, you know, lay down, uh, all those different hairstyles. So it's really, really, really imperative that you have that scalp, what we call flake-free, all right? Okay, next up, when you apply your conditioner to your hair to get the most out of it, here's what they don't tell you at the hair salon, all right? you have to apply it to your ends first. So shampoo, scalp, conditioner, ends. Why? I know what you're saying. Oh no, Always oh, just pump like four plump pumps or I squeeze a dollop in my hands and I go straight to my scalp. Well, number one, conditioners, I mean, I got good news and I got bad news, okay? Conditioners are really more so for the water than they are your hair. Um, But conditioners do have wonderful capabilities of kind of ever so gingerly, you know, with a lot of finesse, they're going to leave some type of a residue on the hair to reduce, um, you know, contact or friction from combing, brushing, styling, wrapping, you know, whatever. So um, conditioners do play a role, but you don't want to apply this stuff to the scalp because most conditioners are a little bit thick and heavy. And when you put that on the scalp it sends the scalp into like wound healing mode like uh uh-oh something's on it oh my gosh she rubbed too hard oh my god he put too much stuff on it and then the body will do what make more flakes because it's trying to protect is trying to heal. And when you start putting all this stuff on your scalp or you're scrubbing very hard, your the body is getting a lot of mixed messages. So you have to be careful because your immune system, it definitely kicks into overdrive when it notices what, oh, there's a scrape or a tear on the scalp. Okay. So just don't put this stuff on your scalp because again, conditioners are not formulated. be on the scalp they're formulated to be on the hair preferably on the ends first then work your way up you're going to notice that the water the ph will change the water will feel softer to you to the touch your hair is going to feel softer even your fingers you know You will immediately feel a difference when you put the conditioner on your hair. So again, put it on the ends first. Um, And then number two, you got to understand that your ends are the oldest part of the hair. So as your hair grows further away from the scalp, it's older. That's how we as licensed cosmetologists and barbers are able to tell how old your hair is because we measure it or we can, you know, deduce how much the hair grows per month. And then, you know, we can just kind of multiply that or add it up and see, oh, this is about how long or, you know, that how old that hair is. Now, you got to keep in mind, all hair fibers do not grow at the same rate. So each individual strand of hair has its own follicle. And it has its own life cycle. Again, apply those conditioners to the ends. I don't know. Y'all like get it, get, get it, Ladosha. Get it, girl. Go ahead. Talk that talk. Last but not least, money, honey. Don't waste a whole lot of money on this stuff. Why? Because it's going down the drain. So, what they say, be don't be penny wise, be don't be dollar foolish or something like that okay so don't waste your money shop within your budget on everything i own there is an excellent conditioner in everybody's budget from 99 cent to nine hundred ninety nine thousand. whatever your budget is that's where you shop i'm a cosmetologist working in a hair salon Let's just say with what I would call working folk. So working folk could be a pastor. Working folk could be a stripper. Working folk could be a teacher. Working folk could be a mom. So it varies. So just shop within your budget. And within that working folk definition, I would say in my experience, the average working folk does not want to spend, let's just say... Over thirty bucks. So on the low end, they're looking at like five dollars. On the high end, thirty. So there's a, I mean, there's so many um, conditioners that you could buy within that price range. My mantra when it comes to hair care and hair styling, it's about three principles. The overarching principle over that is going to be number one: know your history about your hair, you know, so on and so forth. Number, that's, that's overarching. Number one, it's about the right products. Number two, the right tools. Number three, the right techniques. I don't care whose name is on it, how much it costs, where you buy it from, as long as it's the right kind. Your cosmetologist or your mama, your daddy or your grandma or your nana or your foster mom can help you navigate that decision. So if you don't know, you can pay someone or you can turn to your family and they can help you. So don't turn this into rocket science, get yourself some help and you're gonna come out just fine. In the meantime, don't forget, you can go over to YouTube and watch a lot of my videos. You can watch all of them if you want to. Um, But I do, I have a plethora of videos on there to help you navigate through this with a visual aid. Unlike this podcast, you can just hear my voice. I got a little cold, so I'm going to sound a little crazy here, okay? Uh, so here are some do's and don'ts, uh, or some secrets, rather, to the three different types of conditioners. So number one, you have a leave-in conditioner. Um, number two, you have an instant conditioner. And then number three, you have a deep conditioner or slash treatment. So here are the secrets to using either or. Okay, so number one, when it comes to leave-in conditioners, these conditioners are excellent for children because children don't torture your kids with the instant one. Kids don't have time to be rinsing it out. Just leave the conditioner in and keep it moving. Are their children? Torture the children, okay? so leave-in conditioners are great for children excellent for men because men they like uh, uh, I can't I don't even use condition okay so great for children great for men and people on the go all right leave-in conditioners could come in a spray or a cream most people like spray because you can kind of get them through the hair a lot easier Um, also for children it's a nice way to get them to start learning you know when they're learning how to do their hair then leave-in conditioners are great to engage your children into their own personal grooming process one of the biggest problems with taking care of hair is that it takes too long so if you turn the person off especially your children then they won't want to do it so leave-in conditioners are going to work very good and spray ones are just universal they're great for everybody but if you're a diva like me um, cream conditioners cream leave-in conditioners are great okay Um, and then also leave-in conditioners are excellent for the elderly and for people with a limited range of motion because then that way they don't have to you know rinse it back out and then you know go back and forth so there you have it when it comes to leave in conditioners all right next up is going to be instant conditioners now instant conditioners are just what they say instant i'm gonna repeat myself (laughs) i know y'all like get it girl okay instant conditioners mean just that instant So no five minutes, don't put the plastic cap on your head and leave it on for 45 minutes and vacuum the floor, run to the grocery store and come back. No, just remember, guys, the conditioner is more so for the water. The water is where the pH is off. You know, we really can't measure pH, if you know what I mean. Like you can't take that litmus paper and slap it on your hair. It don't work that way. So, the conditioner is mostly for the water. So, as soon as you put that stuff on your hair, instantly it's going to feel better. So, put it on, detangle, take it back off, all right? So, that leads me to the first benefit of a instant conditioner. They help. Detangle really good. Leave-ins do too, but instant—I mean, instant conditioners are really good, particularly if you have really long hair with or without texture. And of course, if you have a lot of density, people often confuse density with thickness. So density means the number of fibers, like per cubic inch, whereas Thickness is like the diameter. So think like a straw or an ink pen, you see, in the circumference. So thick hair is like kind of like threading a needle. Fine hair is like, you know, cotton, a little, little one fiber of cotton. So that diameter is going to be a lot smaller. So your instant conditioners, again, they're great for detangling, excellent for long hair, with or without texture, and of course, if you have a lot of fibers, you can't go wrong with instant conditioners. All right, the last one, the last one, is going to be your deep conditioner slash treatments. Now, again, I smack my lips. Again, what they don't tell you at the hair salon is that. Deep conditioners do not go deep into the hair. Deep is, it just sounds better. This is America and we love to do what? Sell, sell, sell so you can buy, buy, buy. So if we called it like coating conditioners and in American culture, we don't like stuff that's like coated. You know, we just don't like that. So deep sounds better, but sounding better and then being able to actually go into the fiber or the strand of hair it's impossible i mean let's be honest if it could then what that means is that you would be able to take a piece of hair like cut it and then take a a a debit card or a credit card and slide it across that strand of hair and then water would come out right wrong because conditioners don't go deep, all right. So deep conditioners and treatments—they coat. They leave a little bit more residue onto the hair than your instant conditioners. So of course your leave-in conditioners, of course those are going to coat. Excuse me, sorry. So they little coat. Okay. So leave-in conditioners will coat ever so gingerly, right? Instant conditioners, they coat, but when you rinse, they're going to leave just a little residue. Your deep or your treatment conditioners, they're going to leave a little bit more so that as you comb your hair, brush your hair, it's going to like reduce some of the wear onto the fabric. Are you guys following me? All right, next up, um, deep conditioners are great for detangling a lot of texture because those conditioners typically have a lower pH, so you're gonna really feel that hair become softer but remember it's really the water not necessarily the hair it's just that to your touch it feels like magic okay Um, also deep conditioners are great for chemically altered hair again that added coating that residue that's gonna be left behind just gonna help the hair what feel and look better um, also, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, deep conditioners are great as a buffer if you're going to like chemically alter your hair, maybe lighten it or you're going to color it or relax it. Then, deep conditioners make great for fillers. If you're going to go swimming, you can put your conditioner on and then jump into the water be like, oh, okay, that worked out pretty good, Key um, And then, last but not least, deep conditioners don't require heat. So um, now some manufacturers will suggest that you maybe put a cap on and use heat. But remember, don't cookie cut. So what one product says do with their brand, don't apply it to another one. Um, when people start to do that, uh, we see a lot of issues, particularly with the scalp. So there you have it. We've talked conditioners. I'm hoping you guys are like, you know what? That is what they don't tell you because they don't know what they be talking about. So if you need more help, remember, go to a hair salon, go to your barber or talk to your granny, your mama, your nene, your foster mom, your dad, let them help you navigate through that situation of understanding what? your hair, and then don't waste a lot of money. All right. So there you have it. Thank you so much for listening so much. You know what I say when I'm signing out, right? Love, peace, and hair grease. You knew. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget, share the episode. Check out my YouTube channel at Wright. Deuces.